Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Welcome to the Micro Brew Review. This is episode 78. And today, Ian wanted to do something... History. Theme episode-ish. Ish. Ish. The first thing he said to me was, are there any zombie beers out there? Oh. I didn't know of any. Uh, No. And if there are... There should be, though. There should be some zombie beers. That's an beers. untapped market. Actually, there was a beer that recently came out from Yards, I want to say, that was brewed with blood, I think. That doesn't even sound appetizing. Maybe it wasn't blood. I think it was blood, though. I think no, it, it was... No, it was brewed with animal brains. Oh, I saw that. Mm. And it was kind of a zombie beer, but it was also in honor of the Game of Thrones. Do zombies like animal brains too, or just human uh, brains? I think it lore, which which lore lore brains? I think it depends on which lore you're going for. It probably also depends on if you want to brew with human brain, and the answer is likely no. I probably would imagine that that's illegal. Yeah, that's probably not a good <laughs> idea. Thank you. Um, I like how I said small I know porn. in The Walking Dead, the, oh, good. the zombies will eat anything that's alive. So they do eat animals. Animals as well. Same with the video game Seven Days to Die. If there is any question, Ian is the pourer. I absolutely lost my rights to pour. I wish you didn't because I prefer it when other people do the work. But story of my life. This is the first time I'm off mic or off the headphones. You're definitely on mic. I feel so free. Right? You're wearing a hoodie. I call that his Unibomber hoodie because that's totally what he looks like when <laughs> he, he really puts it really is. Up. Yeah, the zipper's broke. That's <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary information to tell. That's broke. So we did not yet tell you how we are having an Easter, Easter theme. Yeah. Well, we, my next thought was we could go with the brewery's Saison de Lent, which I guess we're technically still in Lent. I know. Sad. Um, but come does Sunday, smell nice. Lent ends. Uh, but instead, we found Hoppy Brewing Company. Hoppy Brewing Company. Like hippity so like hop hop Easter's on its way. A very interesting bottle art for all those things. They have a smiley a face as the face for everything. I think the smiley face is their logo. It's a like smiley with the, like sunshine. This, the rays of sun and all of that. I think that's all yeah. part of their logo. Well, they're, they're from Sacramento, California. Psychedelic and colors. They're an older brewery. And the only reason that I bring that up is because they're called Hoppy Brewery, but they came around in the beginning of the craft beer movement. So they're clearly still using the same labels too. <laughs> but they're not yes, uh, very 70s. Yeah. It is very 70s. Compared yes. to modern standards. Very like clip art. Now that <laughs> now that Americans put hops in everything and they're like addicted to hops, hoppy brewing standards aren't necessarily at the cutting edge of what people are drinking. Jason's face is frankly ugly. Uh, thank you. No, thank you so I mean much. like you're hideous. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, it is not the greatest thing I have ever tried. Which one are we doing? This is the Liquid Sunshine Blonde Ale. Looks a little bit like the Partridge Family's "Come On Get Happy" kind of label. Yeah, very. Well, all of them are really like. It that. does smell a... nice, but Jason's face gave me pause. It's a blonde. You know, I feel like they're using the same background over and over, actually, for all these. The psychedelic part of it that has the different colors. They're not, though. If you look at it, it's just a different color. It's awfully hoppy for a, a blonde. For those two. Oh, like the background background. Yeah, the background background. Because, like, this is different. Yeah, the, the front, the face part is, but the background. It is, is a little hoppy for a blonde. Which you would hope for from Hoppy Brewing Company. Sure. 
I'll, I'll go back to something I said on one of our way earlier podcasts. Uh, there's the Daisy Cutter IPA. Um, and that one just like never lived up to. It was like, oh, yeah, I guess it's an IPA. And it just wasn't that crazily hopped, which I was expecting. If you make it through these three, I have a surprise for you. Uh, you mean you have a surprise for our listeners because I'm sitting next to the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you have that one. I'm hoping after your pregame beer and three hobby brews, you might just be fuzzy enough to forget what I put at your feet and it'll still be a surprise. Oh, I honestly don't know what it is. I oh. can't see the label from here. There you go. It's a liquid surprise. I do know it exists. I know what it is because I picked it up. Yes. It well, is, this I is the only one left out. Bitter. This is really bitter. I don't me. mind bitter, and I am coming off of a, a of a double IPA, so I still have that flavor percolating. So it's not. I actually think I'm quite neutral toward it. Yeah. But I do not think it embodies Blondale. No, I would 100% agree with that. It's not an IPA either. It just has that strong, bitter kick in It looks like a pale ale. Yes, actually. I think that's... It's a pale ale with a little more wheat than I'm used to. But that's just me. So do we know much about this brewing? Okay, so it's from Sacramento, you said. Mm -hmm. Yep. The brewing, the company. How long, and they've been in business for a long time. You didn't say how it's long. It's been over 20 years. Over 20 years. Which, considering how fast new breweries are popping up. Yeah. But their standards, all in all, are not as hoppy as what we think of now when we think of, you know, the Alchemist or Pliny or... If you want more yeah. information, you can write to them. Really? Oh, are you serious? Cool. That's yes. awesome. Please contact, please contact us at 6300 Folsom Boulevard. That's... Something that I found amazingly hilarious lately is I have been so committed and trying really, really hard to unsubscribe from junk emails. As I do, I feel like anytime you go on any website, it like automatically signs you up for twelve more. <laughs> As and you unsubscribe, and it subscribes you to three other ones right. before like, unsubscribing from that one. I want to unsubscribe to this. Yeah. They're like, what about these three that we're not going to tell you about? Perhaps, but I did find it funny as I'm going through and clicking. I would say. About 15, 20% of the emails I find at the bottom, there's, you know, unsubscribe here or safe unsubscribe or whatever. Some of them say, to unsubscribe, click here or write to, and it gives you an address. And I was like... like an actual address? Yes. That's who's going to sit around with postcards? You remember back when we were kids, if you wanted to enter to win something, you'd have to send a three and a half by five card with like, no, okay. And attach like three box tops yeah, and send and it like, in. Yeah. It, you don't remember this? I used to watch really. the Mickey Mouse oh. Club, and it was like, if you want to win our new album, which of course is on cassette, send a three by five card with your name, address, city, and age to. I don't know. I used to always think, and I would sit at home, and if my mom said that I could spend the postage, I would actually like measure it out first and then cut it, which is only funny because a three by five card is, you know. A flashcard, basically. You know, mm -hmm. what we were using in the third An grade for other... Again? Yes, exactly. Technically, I believe it's three and a half by five, but it would have been way easier to cut off that half inch than to be, like, cutting I'm sure my paper down. sure they also down. probably would have taken it if you just wrote it on, like, a regular piece of paper. We can hope. I'll never know. I, I didn't win they, things they back in the day. some... That's because you were probably... You took too much time to read <laughs> out and everything. The contest was over by the time you stuck it in the mail. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> 
Why do you look so I'm skeptical? Looking at the, no, so I'm looking at the label art here, and it looks like it's advertising, like, drug products more than alcoholic products, with how psychedelic that label is. Well, Doesn't it look like Sacramento. something? I feel like there's probably a pretty decent drug scene out there. I think you put your pinky up when you said that, too. I'm not sure the Jesus chalice and pinky up jive super well. Really? Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of this one. Um, I knew that since the first sip you took in that face you made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the only bot. Yeah, I can't see your face from there. So what what are the better off for it? <laughs> characteristics of a Blondale? I don't really know. It's light in color. It's pretty carbonated. Tends to be a little uh not fruity, but fruity. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm just thinking of like the uh the Game of Thrones, the Oma Gang, Blondale. It's very that was a Belgian blonde. But right. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I feel like they're all a riff on the Belgian blonde. I think a, a Blondale is a perfect summer beer. Sure. Yeah, I feel like I need to try some other Blondales just to kind of put it in context because this might be a great Blondale. I just don't know. What are the other styles that we're going to be trying today? Amber and Red. Both by Hoppy. Same company. What is on top of their bottle cap? Uh, their logo again. Oh, the happy sunshiny face. Yes. But it's like a downward facing dog sunshiny face. The what? what? How what? does that work? It's a yoga thing. But the sun rays are all pointing I... down. Okay. I know Instead what a like downward normally, dog is. Yeah. Normally the sun but rays But that's what their out. logo is, right? That's yes. what's on the front yes. of their... Okay. Gotcha. The, kind of like The sunshine really. is... <laughs> it's rays of sun that's coming down, not going up, is what you're saying. And right. where can you get the beer? Or is this in anywhere... You can buy it anywhere? Sure. Why not? Contact them at 6300. <laughs> <laughs> is there an ABV it. on the bottle, Jason? Uh, ABV 5%. is 5%. Yes. Which 5. one 0. did you pick for next? Amber. Amber. Yeah, we might go through these a little bit quickly because they seem very similar. I asked for small pours. I didn't really achieve that. No, I saw what you put in Jason's glass and you definitely did not achieve that. This is going to be a drunk day if we're actually drinking this 5%, much. Jason. We started at 5%. Yeah. What's the next one? 6-1. Okay, so the first one was Liquid seven. Sunshine Blondale. That's the one we were trying first. Correct. Okay. Second one is... Hoppy what? Face Amber Ale. So what is the difference between a red ale and an amber ale, Ian? Why are you asking me that? Because <laughs> I, I wanted to beat Jason because Jason was going <laughs> to ask... Uh-huh. I asked uh, the tough questions. Why don't you tell me the answer? Well, for the most part, it's just the color. Red ale will be more red than the amber. And there's Is there different, really not a flavor difference? There's different grains required to get the red in the red ale, so that'll give you some different properties. Does that not give a vastly different flavor, though? You would think it would. I would think it would. At You'll least. know as soon as you try both, won't you? Yeah, I guess. I saw an interesting little uh, infographic. Facebook? I don't know. Uh, but it was a pint glass, and it had all the different, like, colors that one might find in beer and, like, the lines coming out from it. So you had, like, the stout, and then there was a porter, and then there was a brown, and then there was a, a red and an amber and a blonde. I saw that. And I saw that, too. I thought it was a nice little... Cheat, cheat. Yeah, and a quick quick breakdown. I mean, obviously, there's, there's beers that'll break all those exceptions. There's actually a really neat article on... San Francisco Gates website. American red ale, easy to drink, hard to define. And apparently red and amber are used interchangeably in a lot of right. breweries, which is only interesting 
Because this is the same brewery making both. That's making both. both, which is why I would assume that there's a little bit more of a difference. Historically, red ale comes from Europe and tends to use roasted malts to achieve the color, while amber ales were American and used caramelized malts for color. So they basically did a European and an American version of the same beer. And the same brewery did this? Yes. Seems interesting. Interesting decision. Right? There are times when I feel like just because you can make beer doesn't mean that it's a good idea. Well, and just because you're calling it something doesn't necessarily mean that that's what it is. Well, we learned that with all forms of IPAs and right. stout slash porters and yeah. Hey, this is this thing. It's like, really? Because it doesn't quite taste like that or look like that. Oh, I need to tell you. So do I you think, Do you think from a brewery perspective that's that they really want something to go a certain way and it turns out a different way, and but they still call it that? Or it actually was brewed in that style, and it just took a different flavor profile. I would say both are probably true to a certain extent, where it's like, hey, we've made up the design for this, and we have this cool logo that goes with it. And, it's and like, then they yeah, taste this, it. I guess this isn't really a red, but we're just going to call it that anyhow. Or maybe we'll call it an amber instead. Or At least for the first go-round, perhaps. Right. Till they tweak the recipe. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted your story. But most places aren't going to throw out a batch of beer just because it didn't come out like they anticipated necessarily well, dogfish would i guess they were saying well, right? but sometimes we were watching their tv show they were saying that that they'll if it's not exactly up to their standards they'll get rid of it sure they'll but that's not it. for a new brew that's for the established, the established ones if, yeah. they're, if they're like hey we're going to try this new style we think it's going to come out tasting like this and it doesn't that's not to say that they're not going to still bottle it and call it something else or a lot of times that's when they'll do it in their on-site brew pub right. and it'll be like an exclusive just you a scratch beer there. basically yeah um, a like lot of breweries do that, yeah. Yeah, they'll just, it's their, their place to experiment and play, which I love. And that's how they find those really awesome beers where it's like, hey, let me throw all these things together. I had a, an idea. Oh, I was wrong. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can sell it at our breweries. <laughs> that's part of what I liked about Harpoon is just that they had things at the brew pub that you couldn't get anywhere else. Same with Avery. Yeah. And they had like really good stuff there too. It was... They were brewery exclusives that you would want to make the trip for. Did you, so I heard you might be going to a bachelor party in Nashville. That's the plan. Wow. It's not confirmed quite yet. Are there any breweries in Nashville that you'd like to hit up while you're there? Uh, I haven't done too much research into the drinking scene there. It is right over the border from the bourbon life. So I imagine that there's going to be a lot of great bourbon down that way. Uh, and I'm hoping I'll drive, so maybe I can stop at a few distilleries on the way. Really? You would drive to Nashville? It's about 12 hours. Well, that's not bad. I could do that in the in day. In the end. Yeah. Well, we were talking about driving to Florida in November. How, what's the difference, really? Is it About nine hours. <laughs> not quite. I think it's like six hours. Depends where in Florida you're going. Florida's big. That's true. Yeah. It's a very long state. Sort of like if you took Pennsylvania. But I remember I did drive to Florida once, and... Uh, I think I left around 8 in the morning, and I probably didn't get in until 10 or 11 o'clock at night. That makes sense, though. I mean, if you're talking a 12-hour drive, that also you have to add in... I stopped for nothing. I stopped for gas. That's it. Gas, food, and the bathroom. Bathroom? Bathroom. Bathroom. Maybe you won't drive to Florida with me, because I do have to use the bathroom. Bring a bucket. Wow. Oh, my god. I hate stopping. Like, I'll stop to fill up the tank for gas, because that's... Mis- that's a necessity. But, like, food can be packed and bathroom can be held and then you stop for <laughs> gas. <laughs> so what do you think? Of the, have you tried the second one, Ian? No. No. 
He's waiting for the baby tomato over here. No, yeah. I wasn't. Well, I it's not even baby. You were ba barely conceived tomato this time. <laughs> you were so far I'm behind. I'm the seeds like of the tomato. A cherry right tomato. <laughs> hmm. I don't agree. With that it's an this. amber or that it's a beer. That it's good at, in any way, shape, <laughs> or form. I've been he, really critical of a lot of beers recently. He actually recently. made a frowny face. Like his entire mouth went yeah. upside down. I went, like the I went counter of the to their symbol, yeah. Um, it's like I turned their their symbol upside down. Yeah. Hey, Flag. based on your re reactions, can I just have a little of that one, please? That'll do it. Thanks. At this rate, I could catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back around. That was my disappointed side. It doesn't even smell good. It doesn't? It really doesn't. It smells kind of like soggy. The color is wet, definitely amber, though. Used towels. Oh. <laughs> you mean those ones you leave on the bed? The mildew? I get you. That sounds so wrong when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Soggy, wet, used towels. <laughs> That's awful. No, All right. I'm talking about like after a shower. Yeah. Well, you have to get dressed, so you throw the towel on the... I didn't say stop, Ian. You didn't keep <laughs> reaching that way. No. Like, I thought you were shooing me away. I'm sorry. No, I was no, being No, he was gesturing wildly. Gesticulating. Yeah. Oh, that's dirty. <laughs> Gesticulation? So when Ian showed up today, I was out for Fun word to say, by the way. It is. Especially for actors who like to enunciate. Mm -hmm. Gesticulation. When Ian showed up today, I was outside. Sounds like a perfume. In the garden. And I really wanted to be done before he got here because the last thing that I did was take all of my piles of garden rubbish and had to put them into bags. And you showed up when I was bagging black walnuts, uh, which are really heavy, unfortunately. I they would be good in a beer, maybe. I haven't tried them That's a good idea. All, if we roasted them first. Beer, black Ooh. walnut IPA? Mm, a black walnuts are probably warm. Almost like what a barrel would porter. bring. Was Maybe your was your sack of warm black nuts uh, heavy or fully like loaded? Big, small. Uh, all I was thinking is, don't be on your knees in the front yard when Ian gets here because you'll never hear the end of it. Instead, he shows up and he stands over me and he goes, "So, what's up with that Michael Jackson glove thing you got going on?" <laughs> standing there scooping up, you've got the one glo <laughs> glove on your left hand and then your bare hand. I'm just like, what is happening? My mom brought me a whole bunch of gardening gloves. They're all lefts. Like, <laughs> I have six left gardening gloves and no rights. Which you is just turn one. But there's only the protection the wrong on uh, one yeah. side. The other side is just. Yeah, but it's still more protection than just your bare hand. I suppose. And if there's one thing we know, it's that when you're messing with big, black, warm bags of nuts, you need some protection. It's true. You don't want to go in there without protection. It's Could you safe. add a few more adjectives to that sentence? Perhaps? Well, I'm just trying to incorporate everything that you said about this bag of nuts. Lightly salted? <laughs> it was not. I wasn't even sweating. Oh. So there was no... <laughs> I want to jump back a little bit. That wasn't even my story. You're going to have to wait. Go on. Um, there's a band called Bare Hands. Okay. Um, B-A-R-E? See, I don't know. And I really wanted to be bare hands like the animal. <laughs> I do need to tell you that every time I hear it, I'm just like, ah, bare hands. I was recently tagging something on Facebook uh, for the Dashing Rogue, and Dashing Rogue Band came up as a thing. Let's kill them. 
Now they only have, they <laughs> only have extreme. I'm sorry. Twenty seven followers. Oh. And we have far far more than that. We can let them survive. Yeah, take that dashing rogue band. But all of a sudden, there's a dashing rogue theater production company, and there is a dashing rogue band. And people have been listening to our podcast. I yeah. suppose, but I was like, maybe we need to get online and buy up all of the potential web domains before they do. Mm. We have dashing rouge, right? Because that's one of the most commonly misspelled. We get checks yeah. made out to us as dashing rouge. And you know what? They still clear. Sure they do. <laughs> we know people at the bank. <laughs> That's a lot of it. I don't know. I don't know. I've had people spell my name wrong on a check, and it's never been a problem. It depends on how legible it is, I think, too. That's part of it. I used to work at a bank. And technically, yeah, if there's a single letter off, they're not supposed to approve it. But if they, the bank knows you, then they're usually... Right. Am I? Well, that's okay. why everyone always asks, Ian, why don't you get direct deposit? Why do you always get checks? And it's like, I love going to my bank. I walk in there, and everyone's like, hey, Ian, how's it going? Working at the man this summer, you know, how the Phillies doing, blah, blah, blah. You like the personal aspect of the I bank. I do like the personal That's aspect. That's a dying thing, though. It is. I it think is it'll come back, though. I also, think... Jason's an introvert. He would rather stay at home and deposit checks than go visit people at the I bank. love the idea of the whole take a photo of the check and, and it's automatically deposited thing. That's amazing. Can I talk about this beer quick? It's awful. I guess. It's woody. And this is not to bring the it's black walnut a little thing. Walnut-y. Full sick. Yeah. You know, it's got like that drying... Um, like, what's between the nut and the case? You know, there's yeah, like that, that, that husk, whatever. The husk flavor, yeah. Um, it, pith? Is that pith? Is that the term? I mean, it's I don't know if it pith would be on for, a citrus fruit, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. know if it would be I felt really nut. smart right there, so please go with me on this. Um, it's probably the pith. I think so, too. It's. I don't think it's I didn't a, say stop reaching, Ian. I didn't say. <laughs> keep going. I don't think it's a bad beer. I don't know that it's the style I would seek out. Again... Just like the blonde, it's hoppy. Like it ends with like a bitter, a bittering hop note. Um. I don't feel like it, the, the, so this is the hoppy face amber ale. I don't think the hoppy face amber ale is as bitter as the uh, liquid the blonde. sunshine blonde ale. Yeah. You're just going to keep saying the names of the beers. So yep. Helps um. me later. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. You Whenever look you like get, Buddha right it's now. It's the very like, Italian. Like, hey, hey, hey. Whenever you get like the assortment of mixed shelled nuts. De-shelled? Shelled. They're still they in the shell. Yes. No, but they're still in the shell. Unshelled? Shelled means they've been removed. Intact nuts. <laughs> there's yes. a certain intact ones. There's a certain one that this has really put me in the mind of. Uh, and I can't, well, you love pistachios, I, and this is not that. No, no, no. It's, it's definitely one, not it's a like, peanut. It's not a, it's not a hazelnut. It's not a... I almost want to say macadamia. Usually, macadamia, there's usually It's my least favorite. There. They're weird looking, too. You don't like they look like a little... Um, Macadamias are white, basically. Yeah, but what do they look like in the shell? I don't know. I always buy mine shelled. All right, I'll have to think on this. But this is actually... If it, this were the holiday season, there'd be, you know, little containers of nuts everywhere that we could... With the little cracker and you mm-hmm. know, it's a good time, but yeah. no, it's April. It's Easter. We have hard-boiled eggs in the fridge because I'm making pesto bacon deviled eggs for Easter, and uh, we have some coconut cream dark chocolate eggs and some peanut butter dark chocolate eggs for the end of the podcast because I do not think they would pair well with beer because... We'll see. I don't think my family will eat any of them because they're dark chocolate. Seriously? Are they homemade? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Nice. Um, 
Come on now. They're sitting there in Ziploc bags. With well, I was gonna, they're either homemade or like real shady. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that's very similar though, yeah, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And no offense, but like both are likely. I, none taken. I think that just shows you know me pretty well. Hey, that'll do. Whoa. Whoa. That's so much head. That is some heady beer. Ugh. Look at mine too. Crazy. I just thought maybe. And I'm usually a pretty conscientious pourer. Unlike a conscientious objector. Your head is great. <laughs> it's far yeah, more proportionate. Is yeah, mine is like, much more proportionate. Mine. Now to that the rest is of definitely it. a red. I was trying the most with yours. Yeah, mine's my uh, glass is green, so it doesn't really give me the color. We really shouldn't drink out of things that change the color or make it difficult to see the color as we're reviewing these things. Or smell it. <laughs> this one has always had like this clay. It smells smell very to it. sweet. This smells a lot like the uh, 90 minute, Dogfish 90 minute. Okay. Sorry, the, it what is it again? a little Belgian-y. The 120? No, no, the one we're talking Oh, this about. is the Stony Face Red Ale. Stony yeah. Face. Smells similar to the 90 minute. Dog Sounds fish. like an emoticon or something. Five, six. Stone Face. Do you <laughs> do that? I mean, I guess you kind of have too much head in your glass to be able to get a good He's licking off. <laughs> oh, my. Hmm. What's that look? You missed it, Jason. My mother brought me... I just me... saw way more of Ian's tongue than I had ever imagined that I would Why see. are you guys flirty today? It's weirding me out. <laughs> Your mother. <laughs> My mother brought me a recipe for um, a pumpkin bourbon milkshake. It's the wrong time of year. Dude, this tastes so similar to the 90 minute. I bet it costs a lot less, frankly. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I would imagine. Well, it's the ABV on it, because the 90 minutes huge. 5.6. He it's already five, said six. it. Sorry. Yeah, I don't really apparently Ooh. listen to ABV stuff. Really? You it's really smoky. don't. Um, no you think it's smoky? Yeah. I'm still dealing with the head. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to get you a straw or a spoon or something, because you're, that was so inappropriate. <laughs> so inappropriate. Be glad you're sitting over there, Jason. It's safer. I missed something, apparently. You did. I missed it. You missed it. Ian, you were turning red. <laughs> I mean, this is a red ale, but I don't think that's what they were talking about when they no, made it. No, they didn't think that your cheeks were going to flush when you drank it. I still haven't even gotten to it. I really do. So, do you not agree that it tastes like the 90 minute? No, I do not agree. At all? It's a beer, like the 90 minute. It's got about the same color and... It's got that same syrupy, very sweet, little bit of strawberry kick to it. I don't think I pick up any of those things in this beer. I don't get a lot of syrup. I get a little bit of sweet. Maybe some sort of berry. It's 5-6. There's no syrupy. It's light. Are you serious? I'm completely serious. You had a lot more head. Maybe that changed things. It is smoky. Smoky? I actually get... Do you get smoky? Not yet. <laughs> Did you taste the beer yet? Are you just I think licking I, I the think head? I got there, yeah. Okay, never mind. That is not allowed to be the name of this episode. Licking head? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about some of the amazing spoofs that we've seen recently? Can I kind of want to talk after Ian has his story because he's had his hand out. Sorry. Go on. No, I just want to say uh, a dear friend of mine was posting on Facebook last night. Uh, and she occasionally travels for work, and she posted something along the lines of like, one of the things that keeps me awake on long car drives is uh, the names of places. 
that I pass. And she listed a whole bunch, and one of them was Licking Hole Creek. And I was like, yes! Yes, Licking Hole Creek! Yes! <laughs> and I had to comment on it. And I was just like, what a delightful turn of phrase. And I said, they have a brewery down there. <laughs> Don't drink it. We didn't like it. I didn't say that. But. Okay. What did you, when we were on our way to Lititz last time, or Lititz, as it is Lititz. better known. As everyone likes to call it. Um, you said that we should go to all of the inappropriately named towns around here and do yeah, what? I don't know. Oh. Post photos? I didn't know if you just wanted to check in from no, I just wanted to go visit Bird in Hand and Oh, no, Blue I want to go to all the inappropriately Paradise. named breweries. Like, I want to go to Intercourse Brewery. Uh, I gotcha. Um, It'd be cool if it told the story. So it started out like, we were in Blue Ball and then went to Intercourse and then went to Paradise. No, it would end to... in Blue Ball, right? Not, you could do, I mean, Intercourse, I guess, has to happen next. Yeah. Well, what about Spread Eagle? Where's that? It's in Pennsylvania. Well, there you go. So Blue Ball, Spread Eagle, Intercourse, Paradise. Boom. There's got to be more, too. Burden It's probably a That's what happens when you go home alone. I, I really want there to be a town next door that's called Two in the Bush. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's funny. That would be so good. It's like, hey, we're bird in hand. It's like, yeah, well, we're two in the bush. <laughs> we're worth more. Mm, Wait, no, no, less. No. The other way around. Well, that's why we're never going to have one. Yeah. Maybe it was two in the bush came around first. <laughs> they have since been squandered away. Did you have something to say? Oh, yeah, I was just, we've been watching a lot of stuff on, uh, a lot of spoof stuff recently that I've been hearing about at work, and I kind of wanted to share with the listeners, because it's been a lot of fun. We already talked a little bit about Screw Attack, um, which is the deathmatch battles of the 80s cartoon characters, and they say, you know, like, hey, the Thundercats Which is guy also, is that also a reference to He-Man. the You Don't Know Jack games? I don't think so. Oh, the screw I attack. I remember that. We used to play that. Right. Yeah. You don't think they're related, You get though? screwed. I don't think they're related. Yeah, but it, you would say screw attack, and then it'll go... I don't think so. I mean, maybe. We should do some research and see if they have anything in common, any like writers. But it's like a specific... Well, uh, like the two guys have like company. those voices where they're just kind of like, we're going to make funny comments and stuff. Right. Ah. That's true. That's very possible. It's entirely possible, I guess. But I don't Challenge think so. I think it's... Laid. The way. <laughs> um... I think Screw Attack is the name of the website, actually. So they're like it's. But I feel like it must have come from You Don't Know Jack because I remember playing You Know You Don't Know Jack on. It was a good show. On the computer game. I mean, good uh, game rather. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about that before, but we've since seen a couple of other things that have been pretty good. We well, brought up the community stuff too. Um, community GI Joe episode that just came out recently. That. No, and you have to see all animated. The updated Dungeons and Dragons. They called it Advanced Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. It was Community a new episode. this season, and it was pretty darn good. Instead of sitting around the table with the cards. I thought it was less good than the first one. Because the first one took you by surprise. Right, you weren't expecting that this is a thing that can happen. Right. The G.I. Joe episode, I was really worried about because I haven't seen G.I. Joe in so long that I was hoping I would G.I. Joe was a ridiculous spoof. cartoon. And they, they That's spoof exactly on that. What they, they riff on I that, mean, fact. <laughs> yes, they make... My like the whole Very like the whole eighties cartoon thing where like nobody ever died was really weird. Especially they when make they fun make of fun that. of that. No, they don't. Okay. Cool. Like we've been shooting at each other for forty years and no one and, like, died. You, like you guys yeah. are the worst soldiers ever. That is exactly what they comment on. You are on. so bad. And like the one dude had like rocket launchers on his shoulders and couldn't hit anything. That is, yeah. I don't remember his name. He was also like a lunatic. Um I'm gonna say this is my least favorite of the he was three. A bad guy. Are you serious? Yes. 
think the first one was my least favorite, the Blondale. Really? Because like you made a frowny face at the amber. I didn't like the amber as much, yeah, but it grew on me a little bit. On the, blonde one. the Blondale is very. What's worse, ugly face or frowny face? Bitter. I guess it depends on how many muscles Fra- it takes uh, to make face. that. Yeah, the stony face. Stony face is this one, right? The stony face, I think, is the best Stonewall of the Jackson three. face. You mean dead? Because his own men shot him? <laughs> D E D. So that's. So, okay, so there's that one. We were also a uh, True Detective. If you guys have watched True Detective at all, very, very good show on HBO. Uh, we saw a spoof last night of, uh, you, you know, the AT&T commercials where they have the, uh, the guy interviewing the kids right. and all that. Well, they so what put, do you like to do? Yeah. Somebody once told me that they thought I'd be really good at that role. They're like, man, every time I see that commercial, I just think of you sitting there and just being like, so children, ask me questions. I do no, wonder how much you of shut up. is improv I wonder if the whole thing is improv or if it's all staged. I kind of feel... I feel like, I feel like the adult like... probably has like a main script and the yes. children are just like, hey, let's talk about stuff, kids. And they're yeah. just like, I like poo. Because like kids at that airplanes. age, when they're scripted, you can tell. Yeah. yeah. And usually. these kids seem to be just, just spouting like, it off. Yeah, they're just like, I'm going to say weird stuff. And he's like, yeah, that's crazy, kid. But back to what you were saying. <laughs> um. But yeah, so they do that where they do a mashup where the interviewer is instead of the normal AT&T guy, it's like a college humor thing or something like that. It's a comedian dressed up as Matthew McConaughey, and he does one of the best Matthew McConaughey impressions. It was a dead-on impersonation. It I was, don't know. I It, it was I like mean, he was saying it. If you were listening like to it. He has a fake mustache that's falling <laughs> off, and his yeah. hair is all you know asunder, and... It's definitely funny, but the voice coming out. I would be is... willing to say if you didn't know that, the, if you weren't watching it, if you were just hearing you it, think it, you would him. think it was actually Matthew yeah. McConaughey. It was that good of an impression. So, last week uh, when I showed up, you guys were watching Frozen, which I had I, I saw like the last I don't know twenty minutes of it or whatever. Uh, so I don't. For the record, you were standing behind us for about ten minutes before <laughs> we noticed you were there, and then I had to make myself. He's got serial killer qualities, folks. <laughs> And then our dog started barking at you, and it realized, wait a minute, you weren't here I said five hello. minutes ago. No. And the dog noticed me. That's yeah. how quiet the dog I am. Did not I can sneak up on a dog. until I yelped in surprise, I think. <laughs> yeah. it's like, it so, wasn't even then. It was like guys. three seconds later. <laughs> she like stood up and looked at me. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, hey, cool. No, not cool. <laughs> anyway. But anyhow, I saw an interesting, there's been a lot of um, mashups for the Do You Want to Build a Snowman song, which I, I missed. No, it's so like, early I know on. it exists, yeah. and I know it happens, and like everyone sings it, and like everyone's doing different versions of it. Um, and actually, right before I came here today, I was just trolling around on the internet, and somebody was like, "Here's a great like we all know that you've all heard this song so many times." And so it showed the clip from the movie with like the little girl like knocking on the door, being like, "Hey, do you want to go build a snowman?" And then. It flashes to Jesse Pinkman in a trailer uh, from Breaking Bad just being like, Get away from the door! (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, because we don't want to hear that song anymore. (laughs) And then you just see the little girl be like, Oh. (laughs) We've seen that. Uh, We've been singing that in the office all the time. Do you want to build a snowman? Just I still over and over. honestly don't know how it goes. Like I know that the song exists, and I have heard people mention it, but I have not actually heard the song. And I don't need anyone to sing it for me right now. No, we have a lot of parents at our office, so they tend. I to do kind of want to see these the, the, all the time, um, over and over the Disney mashup of it. Like some guy, some one dude sings it with like Scar's voice and Jafar's voice. Oh, that yeah. sounds fantastic! And he just like rolls through it, does all these different like villains and characters and stuff. So that kind of sounded interesting. What did you think of the South Park Game of Thrones spoof that came around around Christmas time last year? 
which we just watched today for the first time. Uh, I thought it was fine. Uh, South Park's never South been Park. like a, a yeah. show that I have loved. Uh, I've seen a number of episodes over my life just because it happened to be on and I either didn't feel like changing the channel or leaving the room. I was not allowed to watch The Simpsons growing up, so needless to say... I didn't have cable growing up. Ren and Stimpy and uh, South Park were definitely off the table. That being said, I have seen four episodes of South Park in my life. One of them was the World of Warcraft episode, and the next three were the Game of Thrones parody we just watched. Three episodes long. I think uh, that... Matt and Dre are extremely talented, and I think they pose a lot of great questions. I just don't really like the show. It doesn't agree. It doesn't tickle my my funny bone. Trey Parker were. was a newsie, so that means something. to really? me. Really? Are you serious? Yes. <clears throat> wow, I didn't know that. Like in he the played movie? Kid Blink. He wore a patch on his eye, danced all around Times Square. Wow. I just know them from Basketballs, which is a terrible movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> when it first came out, I was like, Oh my God, Trey Parker made a oh. This is, oh. <laughs> but, I mean, you can just sometimes... Yeah, but Christian Bale became Batman, so... Oh, I hated it. Oh, I was so mad. Batman? Yes. Are you serious? Well, Christian Bale is Batman. I was watching the first one, and he took off his shirt, and he starts doing push-ups on his knuckles and all of that. And I'm like, no, I miss skinny little Jack Kelly. What are you doing? Did you see American Psycho? No. Okay, well, that was like the first time... The opposite, time. Yeah. right? Yeah. He was super skinny. No, Though, I... I did see American Hustle... And he was fantastic in that. Okay. And he put on a good like eighty pounds. He's but done not a lot of, of interesting uh, weight fluctuation stuff. Mm-hmm. Matthew um, McConaughey too. Was he in the uh, the Machinist? Yes. And he lost like he he lost like ninety pounds. Yeah, for that. he, he was, was like, like an pounds absolute or something like that. skeleton when I saw um, the pictures. And that was right after Batman, where he put on a ton of weight and just bulked all up muscle, with it. yeah. So. He's got to be doing something right, I guess, if he's able yeah. to do all that. He's the only other person I know who's Welsh, like Jason. That's true. So we're going through a whole bunch. Of, yeah, there I don't are- think you really know him, though. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. We go back to 1992. Yeah, but does he know you? <laughs> Aside from like that girl I had to place a restraining order on. <laughs> he is quite clearly a listener of the podcast. <laughs> Obvi, come on. When he's prepping for his day and all that, right. and getting in makeup and all that, he's got the, the iPhone or the iPad, whatever, ear, Buds, earbuds, earbuds in, yeah. and he's listening to Dashing no, Road Podcast. I mean, I believe that, but... So he knows me. He knows okay. all of my embarrassing so he also knows me Lancaster then. County stories. So I also know two Welshmen. A, there you go. A new one of which I told Jason today... I have a really great story for the podcast, and I'm so excited. But you okay. should, you should, do you, you guys caught up? Can we open a special beer now since you made it through the hoppies? Yes, we are all caught up. Let me just schleck the little bit of head off the bottom of this glass. All right. So this one is called Hoptopia. It is an imperial IPA, as I recall. You are correct. Uh, Jason picked this one up. Jason does not go shopping for beer very often because needless to say, I have, I have a problem. <laughs> with my beer shopping. Um, I have a problem too, though. Whenever I go with my roommates, they always get frustrated because I'm always looking really closely at all the beers and all that. It's not one of those things where you just go in. I'm like, let me get a case of Miller. You pick up some random things and you walk out. It's actually looking for, you know, rare. You can or do bigger had. pours of this. I'm optimistic. It's Scuttlebutt, which is just a great name. Scuttlebutt Hop. It's like calling luck, it. We've had good luck with the pirate beer. It's like calling it Poop Deck. I would still buy it. Even though it doesn't sound super... No, but think about it. We had the... Um, 
Black Pearl. Black Pearl was great. Um, Which was more of a shipwreck the, than a pirate, but still. The Heavy Seas ones are usually good. Yeah, we had that one on Verlin's podcast. It was a doppel. It was very nice. What was the, uh, it wasn't a pumpkin beer. It was uh, Mistress Maple. Maple Mistress. Yeah, that was great. She was all sorts of sassy. <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like She's we've... a little too anime in style for me, but otherwise okay she's pretty it. great. Yeah, she was bosomy <laughs> and had a short dress. It was yeah. good. Yeah, that sounds great. It was great. It was. She had purple hair. I liked that too. I like purple hair. Uh, what he was likes the... tattoos and piercings too. I do like tattoos and piercings. When we went to the place in Lancaster, what was the, not the tap room. The uh, federal tap house? Federal tap house. Mm-hmm. What was the color of the uh, woman's hair who was serving us there? Um, Pur- it, was it purple or orange? I don't think it was orange. I don't think it was orange It either. was something fancy. Maybe it was purple. Ian just flirted anyway. with her the whole time. Yeah, she had true. tattoos and piercings. Is that Interestingly. I like them, yeah. Yeah. Somehow a little less hoppy Apparently, than all the hoppy beers. Apparently the beer mistress wants to get a uh, belly button piercing. I just learned that. I did day. not say that. You kind of <laughs> did say that, I actually. I did not. So, all right. When I was in high school, I really, really, really wanted a belly button piercing. I also would go on ridiculous crash diets to fit in all of the vintage costumes that the costumers would give me. And now I look back at myself and see those little skinny arms and wonder what I was thinking. But it was also way better. You were unhappy with this beer. What? You have made every face on the planet today, and it's only like 40 you minutes this in. One. I did pick this one, and that's because it sounded cool. Very syrupy. I don't agree. What is on your palate? Beer? It's resiny. It's hoppy, but not in a citrus way at all. It's When I say syrupy, I'm not really talking like maple syrup. You understand that? But are you right? talking like consistency yes, or, or like t- overwhelmingly saccharin? More like consistency. You mean like viscous? Viscous. Yeah, sure. If you want to go that way. Anyway, when See, I was I would in... say this is like maybe real maple syrup, syrupy, not like Aunt Jemima's syrupy. I think that makes sense. Because real maple syrup is very... It's a little warm at the back. It's definitely bitter. I don't... It's not... It does not scream double IPA to me at all. I would agree with that 100%. The, A, the color. It definitely... It looks almost like your amber in color. Yeah. Um... The head is nice. It's a little lacy but creamy. What is the ideal head for most beers? Depends on the kind of beer. Okay, so I understand that part. But let's say you're talking not a stout. Because I feel like it's different for stouts and porters than it is for a lot of the rest of stuff. Do you mean stouts or do you mean porters? No, no, I'm saying for the rest of things that are not stouts and porters. I feel like for the most part, they're similar for the remainder of beers. Is that not accurate? Uh, I would say no, because when you get those Belgian glass... I mean, the whole tulip glass was invented to... To drink uh, the Belgian beers, which are... There's that beer we get at Teresa's that comes like yeah, five-sixths uh, head and one-sixth beer. And triples in general tend to be very heady. Um, but that's like the tulip design is so that you can take a sip of the beer and the head, the liquid will wash forward before the head does. Because in the pint glass, it's all right there. Right. But in the tulip glasses, the way it, the, the gravity of it works is... The liquid all falls into that bowl, and then you can sip out of that, and the head kind of falls back on top of it like a ship in a bottle kind of thing. That's a really good idea. You know, those Belgians, they know what they're doing. Yeah, apparently. Now I want to try it and see it in action. I'm sure we, we have can a make triple. This happen. Do you think that's on YouTube? That could yes. be a cool YouTube video showing how something like that works. Why don't we just go drink our triple and watch it happen in front of our faces. Well, but when you put it, I mean more like create something like that and put it on YouTube for people to see. Ian, I volunteer you. You're dressed nicer than me today. 
You need a triple and a tulip glass. I have a triple carmelite downstairs and a tulip glass right here and a camera in a bag. Fine. Done. I'll do triple your makeup. Triple carmelite too? Yeah, Yay! triple carm. Do you have a triple carm glass? Uh, no, but I have a laku glass, which I think is pretty awesome. Mm. <laughs> that was just disappointed sound. It is a cool glass. It's not anything like a triple carmelite glass, though. Do you want to bring which me a triple carmelite glass? Biggest, ballerist, badass. And it has a fleur de lis on the bottom, which I and love. And it's enormous, too. It's like this huge goblet of joy. Can I finish my story? Please do. Yes. It wasn't even my story. It was Jason's story that I had to amend. Please continue your amention. It's a word. Don't look it up. In high school, I wanted to pierce my belly button because I had, you know, a flat waist. And it was just at the edge of that time where we went from like mom-waisted jeans and we started going down to low rise before the ultra low rise and all of that. So belly buttons actually came out sometimes. But my mother said no. I was not allowed to get piercings or tattoos till I was 18. And then I went to college and, you know, ice cream was free with two meals a day. So it was not the time <laughs> <laughs> to pierce anything. Uh, but I have a I freckle. I did really well in the dining hall in college. Mostly like getting women's numbers? or oh. No, like I just didn't eat there a lot. And when I did, I would always be like, I'd do a spinach wrap with like fresh mozzarella and a balsamic glaze. You're so pretentious. I know. We had one of the best dining halls in the country at the time. We did too, actually. Yeah. Anyway, the other day, Jason saw a freckle on my belly button. And I was like, oh yeah, in my mind, that's the piercing I never got. And he's like, oh, did you want to pierce that? I said, I don't think 30... Schmurschmer year old women get themselves pierced. So oh, I heck yeah, they do. 40 something year old women do that because it's, I mean, at that point, it's like a midlife crisis thing. But no, I totally think it happens. Anyway, that was just the finishing I still of that story. Many women that have piercings. It's not a bad thing. Okay. I appreciate knowing that. Have you, have you encountered women with piercings in inappropriate places? Inappropriate places or very appropriate but not <laughs> visible places? Uh, B. <laughs> yes. He's red again. I've never. This is amazing. I have never. Anyway, uh, I did a beer tasting three days ago at the local Wegmans. And Wegmans has a 100% proofing policy in order to buy beer. Well, the same is true for tasting beer. So before you can pour a tasting for anyone, you have to check their ID. I checked the ID of a man born in 1933, and he is blushing like Ian right now uh, as he's showing <laughs> me his anymore. ID. You are blushing, actually. Am I still? Yeah. <laughs> you totally are. It's, Beer. It's good. It's, it's, it's youthful. I think I probably spent some time in the sun. This that's probably what it was. Uh, so as I'm carding him, he looks across at me and he says, my mother always said I didn't have an honest face. That's why I would be carded for the rest of my life. <laughs> that was Smooth talker. Awesome, right? Um, so that was my one story. So here's my other story. There is no segue into this except that Jason walked the dog this morning. And while they were at the end of the road, apparently, I'm not sure if it is Jason or Sadie that is the cow whisperer. But there was something about their presence that made this herd of cattle come over to visit them. It was one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me, to he be honest. He came back. I wondered where they were because I was making breakfast. And I'm like, but this bacon is going to burn. Like, where are they? And he comes back and shows me these pictures of these cattle that are like, ooh, <laughs> like all up in his grill. It was pretty cool. So they were grazing on a gigantic field and all that. And we were walking by and they... 
the, like, I guess the bull or one of the main, whoever the leader one is. Whoever was paying attention that Alpha moment. Pack. Decided yeah. to walk over and the entire, there were what, probably like 15, 20 of them at least that all walked over and just lined up right in front of the fence. And interestingly, all winter long, because we had just moved here, we were trying to figure out if this was an electric fence or not. And the other day we walked the dog and she yelped as she ran into it. We're like, yep, okay, it's electric. I would have tried that right away. Yeah. I would have been a great person. You'd have been like, is that electric? I'd have been like, I don't know. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So, also, you can usually tell because there's usually a, like a straight wire that runs through it and then like the barbed wire kind of runs around it if there is any there barbed is wire. There is no barbed wire, but uh, there's the straight wire and you can see a little... Insulation. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, there's usually that straight that's the electric electrified wire so yeah. after they were home why for about do i know things like this i don't know i rob a lot of places <laughs> <laughs> what they were home for like two hours and i got jealous and i wanted to go visit the cows so Did we you? all walked back up to go visit the cows did they come visit again no they were not interested and i kept You're waving i kept waving a hanky to try to get their attention and calling them over and jason just laughed at me because none of it worked Anyway, as we were sitting there trying to get the cows to come up, we were discussing the fact that you could see all their little hoof prints. And I said, oh, look, it's a cow patty. And Jason didn't realize where the mud ended and where the cow patty started. Thus became story time with the country girl. And you're going to get this right now because it's a fantastic story. So, oh, wait, I don't want to think about how long ago this was now. 20 years, perhaps. Uh, we had a lot of very creative fundraisers in my small town. And one of them was the cow plop contest. So they would take the practice field for the football team. And it was basically like three football fields all put together. And they would put down all the chalk markings to make five by five foot squares and then number them. And then they would sell the numbers of these different squares. So you could go to, you know, the fire hall or city hall or whatever. And for, I think it was $20 a square, you could buy one of these five by five foot squares. And then on said day in August, everybody would come out and they would unleash a cow on this three football field space. And we would wait for the cow to poop. And wherever the cow pooped on that square, that person won a Harley. The first year, they did not think it through. And it took like seven hours to get this cow to go to the bathroom. So after that, they started picking a prime cow that maybe had not gone in quite a while, and it started to go much, much faster. But I remember, like, that was my line, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That was my line, is I would buy a ticket, but I would never go. There was just something about spending a Saturday out around the field that just... Waiting for something to poop? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But we started to talk about what happens if it poops on a line, you know, or like... In the end... I think it's funny. I think two things are funny. One, the fact that you hate it when people pronounce your name Shannon, but you pronounce your names that way every time. No, that's how I want you to say my name. Shannon? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. I've been pronouncing your name wrong. Anything that does not involve the short A sound? I have a friend that I love dearly and I've known for many years. I cannot say her name. (laughs) Like I just, the way she says it when she introduces herself is never the way that I say it when I call her her name and I'm just like... We've all kind of given up on it, and it's okay. I have one rule, basically. I do not want to hear the short A sound in relation to my name. Shannon. There's just something about Apple, like my kindergarten self, that's like Shannon. I hate it. That's fine. I don't care. Anything else. You can yawn in the middle of it if you want. Interesting. Just no short A. It's my family. They've ruined me. Shan. The second thing, I find it very interesting that 
you say the cow went to the bathroom <laughs> when it was the middle the of a field. <laughs> Plopped himself in the middle of the yeah, field. Yeah, I just find it, that's the nice polite way to say is that he... The cow shat somewhere on the... used <laughs> the facilities in all quotes. All right, for the record, this from the guy who could not communicate in Britain because he refused to say the word toilet. Do you Why remember you this? I asked him to use the uh, rest where room? the restroom was. That is not what do you a need a room term. for resting. <laughs> right? They were like, "Oh, I think the I think the food is coming by shortly." Yeah, the trolley's what coming. The answer was when I asked. <laughs> that. We we're like on the train and they thought that he was looking for the refreshment trolley and I was like, "You need to pee. You need to find out where the toilet is." I'm not going to say toilet. Meanwhile, I didn't say that. when I didn't we say that, I just said when it When we hang politely. out with our British friends, they'll go, "I need to wee. I'll be right back." Like, that's just a thing. They don't think anything of it. So your Cal Patty story reminded me of an article I once read about Christopher Walken. (laughs) Okay. It was just like... You're welcome. Just one of my favorite people because he's so outrageous. And one of his favorite things to do is... He was filming on a set that was like... It was in the country somewhere. I think it was for Scotland, PA, actually. Nice. Um, So they're kind of in the middle of nowhere. And they're walking through a field. And he finds... He just found a Cal Patty. So he just picks it up. Just like in his hands, and he's uh, he like walks up to someone and he's like, "Hey, will you hold this for me?" Yeah. Wow. And they just like, of course, grab it because it's Christopher Walking saying, "Hey, will you do this?" And it's like, "Yeah, I will." And he's like, "I gotta tie my shoe," uh, or like whatever. And <laughs> so he's just like, "Yeah." So I just handed it to him, and like, he just knew that his celebrity and the outrageousness of it would just like, he's like, "Yeah, I need you to hold this." And when no was one, it no one was like. Can you do it? I normally can do a pretty decent Christopher Walken. I wanna, but I he's blushed like How four times in the last hour, so I'm not sure he can pull it out. I need, I need, a, I need a sentence. Because uh, he was in a movie, for me? He was in a movie called uh, Pool Hall Junkies, and he's got this great monologue where he goes, Do you ever watch the Nature Channel? Did you ever see the one about the lions? <laughs> I love that. Everyone's got that key, like just like doing gotta, any you dialect. Key into it you somehow. have to have the key phrase that yeah. gets you into the dialect. I was very excited because uh, my character this year for the New Jersey Fair is upper class British, which I don't think is like. Ever you haven't happened. done that in a while. No, and apparently all the people I'm hanging out with, like in my little, the circle that they created for us, are also upper class British, okay. and I was so thrilled because I said last Nothing year throws your accent off more than being like the one. I was the only yeah, Irish really. person on the Shire last year. So I would just stand in the corner going, so that I was ready to talk when I had to. That's one of the things I'm surprised about for uh, Strike Back. There's one guy who's American and everybody else around him is British and the actor is British. The I one playing American. Actors do great. Do that. That's so awesome. Our British actors can do really amazing. It like, really is amazing. I never think of it as, it shouldn't be so confounding to me, but like when I see Hugh Laurie and I hear him talking, and I'm just like, holy crap, you're a Brit. Watching Hugh Jackman do an American Southern accent was yeah. awesome. And, like, it's not that hard. And off-putting, <laughs> but still awesome. I, think, and, I still um, think it takes work, though. And the guy that plays uh, Rick Grimes from Walking Dead. Like, there's so many Brits in that show, yeah. and they're right. all... The, He's in Strike um, Back 2, actually. Is he? Yeah. Uh, Origins. Yeah, and the, the woman... Um, prequel. What does she play? Maggie. Maggie's British. There's so many Brits in there. And they all do these stunning American accents where, like, you wouldn't even think of it. Which isn't that crazy because we've all seen Americans do crazy accents where you're like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah like but it. most of the time they're off. 
Like, mm. Americans don't seem to do great British accents most of the time. The difference, I think maybe the problem is, when you go to the UK, when you, your accent so dictates regional. where you're from. Right. So your town has its own little variation on an accent. Well, next, and so does here. The next I mean, you can, go, you can go across country and people are like, oh, you're from Philadelphia. You say water. Someone recent, oh, Jordy. Jordy was in Pittsburgh and she posted on Facebook. She's like, whoa, Pittsburgh, what for accent is this? Like, it doesn't right. even make sense. But I don't think, I think it's much more pronounced in the UK because it's such a smaller area. I only us. think you're ear is more attuned to it because it's... I'm not the one saying this, though. This is coming from our British friends, the no, Steels. No, it's not. Do you not remember this? The Steels are we the ones took, who were talking to us about they this. They took us to England, and we tried to point out the differences in their accents. No. No. It was an amazingly drunken conversation that was... You were so drunk you didn't know how the conversation was going. Is that what happened? They were the ones telling us that this was the case. Awesome. We couldn't tell the difference. Ian, which was your favorite? Not accent, Beer. Or piercing. You may answer either. I cannot answer piercing. We're not an explicit co- uh, podcast. He could say pinky for all you know. Who has a pinky piercing? That sounds pinky piercing. awful. Really? I was trying to make a point. <laughs> what did you mean? The pink piercing? Oh. Uh, I guess That's I liked the amber the best. Scooby-Doo approved, I think, actually. Yes. You don't look like you believe what the you just amber? said. That was my least favorite, I think. Was that the third hoppy mm-hmm. beer we had? No, it was the second. Oh, then okay. I follow you. Okay. So we had the liquid sunshine blonde ale first. We had the hoppy face amber ale second. The stony face? Yes. yes. Red ale third. And then the scuttlebutt hoptopia. I would do the stony face red ale actually is my favorite out of the four, to be honest. I, I think I like the blonde. Wow, it's not you. Sh- it's not typical. For so you us. liked the blonde as totally as a beer. Interest. You didn't like it as a blonde, Correct. Though, right? Only because it was hoppier than my typical blonde. But in that regard, it's more refreshing than a typical blonde in a yeah. hot weather kind of way. <clears throat> so uh, as we're winding down, I'm going to invite you to have yourself a peanut butter egg so that we bring it full circle on the Easter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I happen to think they're both really good, but the, the peanut butter dark chocolate is kind of... Peanut butter versus the coconut. I'd be happy to split one of each with somebody. Boom! So it's going to happen. have both coconut and peanut butter. We are going to are have a contest on episode 80, so I hope you stick with us because I am dying to give things away. We have so many Also, puns. if you've stuck with us this long, you can't leave now. <laughs> That's true. We're so You're close. in too deep. And we are I trying... am so far stepped in blood that to turn back now would be as tedious as to go forward. What's that from? I knew it. That is really nice. Isn't that a wonderful line? That's a great line. And that's that's like the realization that he comes to where he's just like, I'm in it to win it. Like, going back is going to be just as awful. So I might as well go forward with my original plan. Facebook.com slash dashing rogue. Slash McBeth. (laughs) McBee is what we usually call him. But hey, we're on mic. This is a safe place, I hope. Knock on plaster. (laughs) Crumble, crumble, crumble. Oh, God. I am at Beer Mistress on Twitter. At Dashing underscore Rogue. And I'm at, and I'm Jason. That's so many ands in that sentence. We are always at Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue. I already said that. But we are also at DashingRogue.com. And we are booking now for your Mother's Day and Father's Day beer dinners. So give us a ring. Who likes to drink? 
mom and dads. Well, I always figured... Because they had to deal with your crap. I spent a lot of time <laughs> in restaurants and Mother's Day is like the busiest day of the year because no one's ever going to cook for Especially mom. Especially for brunch. So how is awesome that? Cook is for it? your mother or let us do it. Let us do it. Exactly. I was like, why not? And we do all and the you dishes. You have to deal with crowds. We clean her kitchen when we'll we're done. We'll get you drunker than a restaurant would. Boom. <laughs> Until next time, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor shooting bottle caps. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jason. We'll see you then.